you are listening to Talking Shit, uh, Talking Doom with Flambeau. God damn it. We are recording now. Just Yeah, so I know, know, but be glad that yeah. you didn't record that fart. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving that in 100%. Oh, I'm so glad welcome, my wife is there. She would fool. Welcome, everyone, to another rousing episode of Talking Doom with Flambeau. I'm the Motherload, and we are currently here today to talk to the one and only animal. Yo, Flambeau, would you please uh, introduce your guest like a proper gentleman? Yes, well, the, like uh, like you usually do on all recordings that we will not uh, publish. I hope that this one will. May the drowned god Cthulhu help us with that. Uh, I brought animal this time. Animal. I've known known animal myself now just for a few years, but a lot of people know him because he's been around for over a decade. Um, great player, great guy to hang out. So I brought him along. Animal, could you please? Tell everybody a bit about who are you? Who is Animal? Who's that guy that Ooh. will always be waiting in a lobby Ooh. for a duel match for you? Well, hey everyone, my name's Animal, and you know I've just been playing this game since like 2008. I was quite a new back then, and I was quite a big shit talker too. I always wanted to be good at the game, and I just wanted to keep on, you know, pressing on, trying to do, you know, be the best I can, mm-hmm. and. You know, I looked at the good players like J-Kiss, Devastation, um, Demon Spear, and, you know, I just kept, you know, watching them, you know, how they basically dueled and all that, and I just kept, you know, practicing, and I just became pretty good, and I just hope I can inspire other players, so i just been, you know, playing, you know, not as you know, m- m- you know, much as I want, want to, but, you know... I'm always here to go and, you know, help people out, you know, have fun, be competitive, mm-hmm. you know, try to keep the game alive. So that's my passion about this game. You know, I love the game style. I love the players. I love the community. Yeah. So <laughs> it's worth saying up front that, like, I came into Doom much later than both of you guys, but I ended up casting, like, a lot of Doom shit because fuck my life. I hate, <laughs> I hate myself, apparently. <laughs> and one of the big things is like, you know, you hadn't been so competitive lately, but I had been watching like, you know, like JKS devastation, all this kind of shit. And I'm like, well, obviously devastation and JKS are the two best players. And then I kept getting people that were like, no, that's not true. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, well, there's this guy animal and you got to look him up on like YouTube and shit and watch him. And I was like, uh, Oh, that guy's probably the best player. <laughs> 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 and I'm not saying like, I, I we're not drawing hard lines or anything. Oh well, yeah, for I, sure. I would never diss on Devastation. He's my boy, but you know, fuck him. He sucks. That's the best. Yeah. I love, I love, I love Devastation. He's a really good guy. I, I love him a lot. But point being that, like, for that period of time, it was like, no, Animal is the big, the hot boy in town. Like, we all gotta go over there and suck his wiener and <laughs> tell him how great he is. And so that made me a big fan of you. So it's actually kind of weird over the past couple of weeks, like in, in the Z Damon discord and everything, just like getting a chance to hang out with you because for the longest time you were just like this enigmatic person to me, like this, like weird, like, Oh, he's like the best doom player, but I've never seen him play. <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is so crazy, man. Is that like, I think it was back in 2009. I first played this player named demon Spear. And boy, he'd be whooping my ass 
for years, man. And I remember playing this one player called Draximus. He was a big-time troll player, but he was really good at entryway. And he beat me to a pulp, man. <laughs> like, I didn't know the fundamentals of Doom, basically, the whole time. I didn't know about spawn control. I didn't know about using, you know, sound. He kept me trapped in the BFG room. Ooh. All map. And he heard me every time when I'm trying to approach him in that hallway, he'll just rock me to the face. And I was like, I need to get good at this freaking game. So bad. That's what pissed me off, bro. I'm like, I want to be that good. So... I just kept practicing, man. I just kept practicing, kept practicing. Jake has taught me the basics in a way. And that was my map. I was getting 40 on Jake's, 45. Like, I was getting up there. I was understanding. Only on that map, though. And I remember one time asking Diaz, I'm like, dude, please play me, bro. Please play me. I was beating him by, like, 21 frags. And Diaz hates that map with a passion. And, what dude, it Dim 2 map one. Okay. And I'm like laughing my ass off, dude. I'm doing the same thing what Draximus did to me, basically, did to him. And I'm like, bro, sweet fucking victory. Holy shit. But I remember asking him, I'm like, dude, I can never be good as you. How, how are you so good? Well, one, I don't play one map all the fucking time. I play all, a lot of other maps. I'm more well-rounded. If you want to be the best, have good, have good adaptability. Mm-hmm. And like ever since he passed away, like that was my primary push to be the best I can at this game because I took everything he said to me to heart. I remember going on Facebook, looking at, you know, those messages, taking what he taught me to heart, and I decided to go and play lower my sensitivity as well because I noticed that my aim was always a little bit off every freaking time. Because I feel like I'm out of control with it. And I found my sensitivity now. And that's how I became good. I just kept pushing myself hard. And just want to carry on his legacy. <laughs> but that's was about it. And that's why I won those tournaments and all that crap. <laughs> no, it's like really fucking weird. Like the, the whole competitive scene of Doom is weird. Because... I mean, it was extremely relevant at one point in time, and now it's kind of like a, a close-knit group of really excellent players and people who are, like, looking up to them who are like, ah, I can't... And you kind of... I mean, that was, what, 12 years ago or some shit that you really kind of came into the scene. But even then, it like, the, the kind of prime time of Doom had passed. And so it's actually a question of your psychology as a human being, like why in the hell did you (laughs) decide like, I want to be the best game player in in 2008, 2009 even. Yeah. What's the drive? It's a difficult question. I know he's, he's got to take a sip of coffee. He's like breathing heavy. He looks like a fish when he turns sideways. <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little bit too baked right now. Okay, guys. So what was the what was the question again? 
what what motivated you to say like Doom is the game I want to be great at? Honestly, man, when I was getting wrecked at Doom Two Map One, when DS was beating me up every freaking game, playing Player Four. Player four, man, that guy, <laughs> he is the Goku to my Vegeta, buddy. Yeah. Dude, it was DS for a bit, but later on, it was player four, because that's all I played, man, on Doom 2 Map 1. He was, oh, bro, that guy, really good rival, really excellent player, really good friend. We've been playing since, like, 2009. So you, is it like seeing that others um, have certain skills or, or, or excel in a certain map that you that you then also have the drive to to be the same at that? Or what what brings you to uh, deciding to spending a lot of time and energy in practicing it? Um, let me think this. Well, for Team Two Map One, it was Jake Kiss and Draximus. Because they're really, they were really good on there, and they really opened up my eyes of what I needed to work on, in a way. Like how, how, how are they reading me? How do they know I'm going in the hallway? Like how do they know where I'm at all the time? I never knew about that. So that really opened up my eyes, their play style, and what they do by using sounds. And DS and SSL2 and MuTD, how fast he is with you know spawn control how he leaves different routes when he spawns instead of being predictable, going the same route every time on spawning on certain points that actually taught me how to like escape when you're on spawn. And that's really about it. Oh, I also got, you know, Celo. He's pretty good too on Doom 2 map one. I like, I like his play style, but yeah. And devastation on Doom 2 map seven is pretty good. I, I like his play style there. Like the way that you guys talk about Doom, uh, like so, one of the first things you said is this conversation opened up, right? Was the the fact that okay, like this guy's really good at uh, I don't really remember what the word you said was like some like openings or doorway or whatever the fuck, like because you have like a very specific idea of a specific map. And one of the things that I always think about because I've had a lot of extensive conversations with Devastation about like why are you so damn good, you know, at Doom. And a lot of it comes from his background in chess and that he's, you know, chess is just one board. It's one map. There's everything static all the time. No. You guys are essentially playing a different version of chess on a different map every time. Uh, like you have a, all right, on this map, if I, if I spawn here, you know, if I spawn here, I will immediately attack in a certain way and I will move around the map in a certain way. And I will like play the character, you know, whoever I'm playing against in a certain way. And that's one of the things that actually came up pretty recently with the organ grinder is like, I, I, I had the, an idea of what the maps were, but like, I was like, well, let's, I want to know what a pro's perspective is on, you know, SSL two or something like that. So that I can really, mm-hmm. as a commentator, have some insight into like, why are they doing the things they're doing? And you helped me tremendously with that. So, I mean, does that come into play for you when, do you actually think of it? about the way you play on that level yes you- I, i'll think of like um, what else sometimes what i'll do like if i notice that like what's to say ssl2 right you know how i said yeah. a good majority of the sponsor outside 
yeah. and you have one in the, in the plasma room. How you can, you know, if you're outside and you're next to the plasma room, you have those two windows, right? At the plasma room, you yeah. can actually execute, you know, an one one hit SSG shot right by the stairway if you time it right. So basically, I'm taking accountability of which, you know, which, you know, where is he going to spawn most likely? And if he's not going to be spawning outside a good majority of the time, sometimes I'll like pop inside to see if he's going to spawn there next. It's all about like dice rolls. But if you're going to go to where most of the spawns are at, you have a higher chance of getting that spawn. Yeah. So yeah, taking map accountability is really important. Okay, so do you, when when you're taking map accountability, right? Like, so do you have a ge- like general sets of rules that you play by no matter what the map is? It depends, honestly. Like, I'll be playing with the map, you know, playing along with the map in a way, going with the flow of the map. Mm-hmm. Um, the first few seconds, basically, and then. What I plan on doing is actually playing along with my with actually the enemy. If he's going to be rushing me most of the time, why should I rush him back? I can keep pulling back away from him and just outsmarting him. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at the take the crown when I was playing Ghost Killer on that Saskatoon match, like I, mean, I was playing I was playing patient the whole time. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know the map that well, so I was just playing the patient game. Like, why should I go run after him like an idiot and just let him go after me? And that's what I did. And obviously, like, Denzel, he's a fucking beast on Xandron. <laughs> he's so good on that port. Man, dude, I just wish I played there longer. I would have been more of a challenge, and it would have been more fun. But, you know, Z-Damon, Odemex, always been my baby. I love those two ports. <laughs> okay, well, since you opened it up, beforehand like before we really got a chance to get to know each other too well sorry about that no no that's cool uh flambo will probably get upset with me but like so why do you feel so strongly about one source port versus another what is it that makes zandronum stand out as like a i didn't spend a lot of time on that or i just didn't want to put the time and effort into it I, I know what I think, but I'm curious what you think, and I'll I'll tell you what I think afterwards. We got all day. Can you rephrase the question for him? <laughs> Wait, I thought it was I thought it was you that's answering the question. Damn it, this boy. Okay, well, we'll, we'll I'll, yeah, Flambo. I'm looking at this you, dude. Okay, so the question is, why is Zandronum as a competitor not something that you focused a lot of time on? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you now. So Good, good, good. So basically, man, like, it feels nothing like the old school feeling of Doom. Like, I feel like it's much more faster pace on Zandronum. And... Like, when you shoot dead on, like, literally, I have my opponent spawn right in front of me. I have the SG crosshair right on that, that motherfucker, right? Mm-hmm. Five HP off of him. And I'm like, wow, thank you so much. I really appreciate it so much. 
what did I do wrong? Like, what did I do wrong? Like, if it was like 90 health off, I'd be like, oh, whatever. You know, at least he has 10 health and I can just get him with like two pellets and I'm good. But that shit pisses me off so much. Or with the chain gun, when you're on Judas, when you're trying to do auto aim, none of yeah. it hits him. None of it hits. And I'm like, what's the point of the chain gun on Judas? What's the point of the SSG? What's the point of anything if my auto aim is not hitting him from above or from below? It doesn't make any sense, dude. And it just really pisses me off. That actually took a totally different direction than what I anticipated because But I'll still play. I yeah, can yeah, play yeah. anyone I, I can play anywhere. You did, 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 anyone. Did, uh, take the crown? Hmm? Either, for example, you went for take the crown and you got <laughs> Yeah. No, I didn't give a crap. I just wanted to fucking play. You made it to quarterfinals? Half, no. no? I think so. Yeah. You you were playing in the event, right? Like I was doing commentary and I was the number one advocate of like why the fuck are we playing on Zandronum? And I love Zandronum. I love it too. It's a good port. Because because I like to play, you know, co-op. I like to play survival. I like to play really crazy mods. It's fun and like FFA. It's yeah. good for all those things. Zandronum is good for Mega is, uh, I mean, look, <laughs> if you go, if you, uh, for people, people who, people listening to this, like go all the way back to the very first episode of Doom is Dead that I, I did at QuakeCon with when I first met Human Bones and yeah. Doosome, right? Like in person. And the very first thing I was like really harping on is like, the, why is there no fucking spectator mode for me like i as a as a commentator for this tournament that i'm trying to watch you guys play i can't even see what the fucking scores are i can't see the health i can't see the armor like it's such bullshit like this is not okay for a tournament environment this is the last thing i would ever pick for me to to cast it on yeah there's the part for the player experience, which I don't know what that really is, honestly. I, I don't know yeah. what the competitive experience, like what you're talking about with like the little subtleties of like auto aim doesn't work and all this kind and of. And honestly, thing. I felt like Zandrone yeah. wasn't even that bad a few years ago when I played it. Yeah. It was I didn't, I didn't like the previous version. I think wasn't even that bad compared to now. I don't know what's going on with it because like I have like like I have to play an open GL with uncapped now. It's, it's so weird. Just, that, that those are all things that like don't even fucking matter to me. What matters to me is like I can't give my viewers a, a an accurate depiction of what's going on. Right? Like yeah. I can't even tell them what's happening in the game accurately. Like because that's what matters to them, right? Like to what matters to you is like can I play the game effectively? What matters yeah. to people watching, like if we're gonna grow the Doom community in any way, yeah, is can I even understand what's going on? And yeah. that's my number one criticism. I had to like Flambo could probably tell the story in more detail than I could, but like we're we're begging like someone make a custom fucking wad that I can watch like the scores and armor on. Like, well, we so even they, had almost somebody indeed trying to make a custom client, but it didn't yeah. really work out in time. But we had Algaris at least making a wad with ACS. Yeah. Which was really helpful. Thanks again, Algaris, for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it indeed gave you uh, a little bit more uh, to work with, indeed, yeah. as, for casting that event. Man, it was just really, it was just really crazy playing that tournament <laughs> on a port I was uncomfortable with. 
But anyway, back back to the competitive side of the game. Yeah. Like, uh, if you ever played chess, which I, I don't know if you have. have no, you? I don't really play chess at all. It's all, it's all good. It's just an analogy to the Doom. So yeah. we'll, we'll see how you handle this, and then I can backpedal if I need to. But there's, there's an opening, right, that's very famous called the Danish, Danish opening, mm-hmm. where you, like, essentially, like, within three moves – you can checkmate your opponent if they don't move one piece. Like they just have to move one piece and they're like, okay, I'm good. I, I don't have to worry about this anymore. But if they don't do it, it's like they're dead. Yeah. Uh, when you're playing Doom and, and you're playing it like an opening, let's just say, you know, like Doom 2 map one or some shit like that. It, are there moments where well, you can if you, feel that happening? If you want like a chess moment, probably like, let's just say we're playing Doom 2 map seven, the one with the like the box map, right? Yeah. Yeah. You remember that one? Okay. So imagine, all right, I got an SSG in front of me. I have an SSG outside. All right. I grab the SSG. I get a take about like 80 damage from the guy, but I get a one shot kill on him. All right. I'll go kill this guy when he spawns inside. Okay. Okay. I killed him. And then all of a sudden he has the SSG. He's outside. Mm -hmm. And what, what can I do? All right, I can sacrifice my piece, which is my myself, by pulling out of the box where the four spawns are at, right? Mm-hmm. Or my bad, the five um, was it? Yeah, five spawns. Yeah, the five spawns. So yeah. if I pull out with twenty health from the five spawns out of the box, then I can pull them away from the spawns. So I sacrifice my piece yeah, outside, so. and then I guess what? I have a clean getaway. I can now grab an SG. I have full health, and now I can be in a better position. There you go. Yeah, basically, it's like that. I'm trying to now go and incorporate that in all my play style now. I want to go and start making that a new method of dueling in a way. Like, sometimes I will do that, but like, I want to make it to a point where it's second nature. Because, like, on entryway, when you have the SG outside in that little grass area, yeah. If I'm low on health, it's in health. Sedlo hates him when I do this shit, man. Yeah, you did he hates it. I pull him away from the spawns, from the hallway <laughs> and the plasma, dude. And I'm, and I'm out there and I'm typing a happy face with my shotgun and I'm like 10 health and he has like 100 health and he's like, dude, he has to get pissed off. So he has to go outside. To I, go outside. Di- I die. Yeah. I'm in the plasma room. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. I go down that hall, grab the rocket launcher, grab the SSG, and I'll be camping in the main hall, and I have control of the map. Dude. That's exactly the kind of shit I'm looking for. So. <laughs> it's, it's stuff like that. Little cool strategy plays. We saw it like, on... You, you spent quite a long time the other day kind of like teaching me the fundamentals of Dead Simple, and... That that's one of the things we saw hatred actually try to pull off on Flambo. Or sorry, fuck devastation. Yeah, it pulled it off on me. Then I left, and then devastation came in. Indeed, no, yeah, it, it was a shit on, moment. Uh, devastation. He was like, he made the decision, the conscious decision. I'm going to suicide right now. I'm just going to go like hit the exit door exit and button, respawn yeah, somewhere else because spawn. I'm in, I'm now in a better position than I was. You spawn with 100 health. So, yeah. I do that, and, and he won the match. Like that was uh, devastation. Overall, won the day of organ grinder, but like hatred won that fucking one map because he really knew how to play it. Uh, yeah, but that's his map. Well, that's that's his one hit. That's one hit. That's his one hit map. Like that was like basically me with Doom Two Map One back then. That was my one hit map. So the the segue there is: Do you choose maps? 
essentially because you're like, I know this fucking map because so, I, I'm not as adept in Doom as I am. So in what I what I do what I do nowadays like. I can play any fucking map. I, I don't care, really care anymore. Like I don't care. I'm like, you pick a map. I don't care what map. We could play a whole new map. I don't care. I just want to play. But like for like my go-to warm-up though, if I'm really serious about my aim and my movement, SSL2, because I'm super quick on spawns there. So like it'll, it'll get my reflexes. And then like new TD for like good solid movement because yeah. the positioning of the spawns, there's three. There's one uh, above the platform, one next next to it by the stairway, and yeah. one behind the BFG corner. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like a weird angle how you have to approach the spawn. So it's good practice, and you have one spawn all the way to the back of the map, right by the rocket launcher. So it's a, it's a strange setup, but like once you don't hear spawn anywhere near you, more than likely they're right by the corner, and they're going to run for BFG or drop down. So... This is the most interesting thing about any arena FPS to me is yeah. like there are certain players who are excellent at the fundamental, like what the game itself, right? Like, so you're an excellent quote unquote doom player, re- regardless of the map. Yeah. I am a shitty quake player, right? Yeah. I am an expert at blood run. <laughs> so like I could play blood run against pretty much anybody and like, oh, yeah. I'm not I'm not saying I can stand up against Rafa or anything like that but I mean like I can really really fucking play You're the best. That map. I'm not the best. You I'm not are. the best, but I mean like I can According go up against like okay. You are. Let's put it this way. Uh take on Donkey from in the key, right? Like excellent warfare yeah. player. You know, not not the best player in the world but like a really truly excellent player. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, but let's play Warfork on this map. So I don't I don't have a full on handle on the mechanics of the game, but I know how to navigate the map so well uh-huh. that I could just fuck him up, and I have won matches against him incessantly on that one map because I know it so well. So, are there fundamentals of of the game Doom that yeah you feel transcend every map that you can exploit and win, and and that seems to be the case. Yeah. That seems to be one of the secret keys of animal success. Like basically, it's just the same fundamentals, like understanding sound, um, prediction. Like I, ha- like I have like predictions really important. People like to go and accuse. Like I, lo- I love the during take the crown tournament. I love how people were accusing me of wall hacking. It's just, it was so so funny. I'm like, dude, my first good map I tried to get good at was entryway. There's a lot of prediction in that map. <laughs> so that's sort of like that play style in a way sort of transferred over. And of course, watching DS play a lot too. He has amazing rockets. So that was my inspiration to get good with rockets and prediction. Him and entryway. But yeah, a lot of skills transfer over regardless of maps. So when you say entryway, what do you mean? So, like, what's to say you're in the hallway? Assume for real quick. I don't mean to interrupt okay. you too bad, but like, let's assume that the listener has no idea what Doom is. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it. Just, I'm gonna try to keep it simple as possible. Okay, you're in a hallway. You have a rocket launcher, and you'll see a corner right with an opening. You can't see that opening at all, but 
you hear something in that room where the opening's at. You can either shoot a rocket to see if he's going to approach that opening Mm -hmm. or you're going to delay the rocket and hope that he lands in your rocket again. It's like a dice roll. Basically, you're estimating. You're being like, okay, I heard him go, hmm, all right, shoot a rocket now. Or maybe one, two, now. Or maybe one, two, three, four, five, now. Yeah, and then it crosses the corner and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're trying to like time it in your head and think like how fast is he going to approach the opening? Or is he going to, you know, make a hum sound, then wait a couple seconds, see if I'm going to shoot a rocket, then run. So you're at your basically estimating you're assuming you're predicting you're taking risk i always run straight into your rockets <laughs> i okay another rocket another okay so now it's gone oh it's clear i go around the corner bam just i run into your fucking rocket just point blank yeah that's my style now like dice, you say he's rolling the dice take a chance but still you always got it right at least against me yeah so, I mean, that that's all... It's like quick. I, I mean, it's all the same thing at the end of the yeah. day. But like the, the fundamental difference between Quake and Doom is that the Doom has extreme randomality. Quake is very oh, yeah. predictable, right? Like, So Quake is like, if I shoot a rocket at you and I hit you, I'm going to do X amount of damage. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, Quake. We're not talking about other versions of Quake. With Doom 2, which is the, the, the fundamentally accepted Doom, mm-hmm. you you guys are essentially kind of rolling the dice. Like, how much damage will I do if I do hit this rocket and all that? Yeah, you get really lucky yeah. if you get a dead on one. But, like, sometimes, like, splash damage will get the, the job done. If you're, It depends how yeah. close the splash damage is. But, like, I noticed in some ports, sometimes, like, you'll shoot a dead on rocket, no damage. It, ha- it has happened on Z-Aman before. I survived a rocket dead on. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what? Same with Zandronin. Well, actually, Zandronin too. I remember playing Denzel on Judas. And I saw him. Like, I heard him with the, going with the BFG, going to the SSG, right by the exit. And I'm like, oh, crap. So I shot, I shot like, two rockets by the wall. And he ran straight to the rockets by the wall. Took two rockets dead on to him to die. And I got him, and I survived, and barely won by two points. <laughs> is, is that a fundamental difference between Source Force, or is, is that just a random act? Of- I feel like it's a random mm-hmm. act within ports. It's so yeah. weird. Because like, it shouldn't take – well, and Zandronum was so weird. I took two rockets dead on to get him. So he got hurt by splash damage, and then one dead on rocket, and he finally died. It was so weird. So what is your preferred source port? And then I would say another question to that is why? Like what makes it so good for for your experience? I'm mixed up between Odemx and ZDM and really I love both I love both ports because they have a similar feel and I don't have to like adjust how I play unlike Odemx. No, not not unlike Odemx. Unlike Zandronum because with Zandronum I have to play uncapped because the 35 FPS, which how Doom should be played, doesn't work there. And that's just that's what gets me that's what got me sort of pissed off. So I have to play an open GL in uncapped frame rate. So it, I have to readjust how I aim in a way. If I feel off. 
I can still maintain. It'll take like at least five games for me to feel comfortable somewhat, but I shouldn't have to adjust how I play just because I'm on a different port. Yeah. That's why I hate that. That's why I hate we have three ports. Like if we have one port, I'll be more happy. Like I don't care. <laughs> just one port. It, it's so different between like the the casual player standpoint and the you know yeah. like competitive player standpoint. Mm-hmm, yeah, like absolutely. It, it, my my like my analysis and like a lot of people's analysis is based on like do I have a good time when I play? Like not these subtle, very like. Uh, I don't have to change my frame rate. Like most people don't even realize you can change the frame rate. Like mm-hmm. to, to be bluntly honest about it. And it still bewilders me to this day, how many players don't realize that they can, you know, Oh, I can go uncapped and like they do. And they're like, Oh, why does this suck? Was it? Well, because doom doesn't, uh, you're playing uncapped, but I mean like you're getting 35 frames per second, bro. It's the engine itself. The engine runs I don't even know why we, takes, why do we, yeah. Why do we even offer the option other than for it to be like something that people ask but for? It's just so crazy how it has to feel mandatory in Xandronum in a way when I should be well, playing Doom, which is 35 caps. That's how and, and it should be played. I think that comes from <laughs> I, I think I have a theory on that. I think it comes from the fact that the vast majority of people who play Xandronum have no interest in competitive play whatsoever. Like sure. They're just interested in like, you know, A, it comes from GZ Doom, GZ Doom, Z Doom, blah, 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 yeah, whatever, GZ, uh, whatever, whatever letter yeah. comes before Doom in this yeah. scenario, they they show up and they just want to like play the game and they're expecting to have like the same kind of gaming experience that they have when they play other things that aren't Doom, right? So they're like, oh, I play other games on capped or I play it with a you know 144 FPS or whatever the fuck my monitor functions at, mm-hmm. and that shouldn't make a difference in gameplay. Like that's their mindset. Which is normal. Like I can't blame them for thinking that. So it makes sense on the Zandronum team side. They're like, well, people want to play like uncapped, bro. What should we do? We'll just give them uncapped. Like uh, I'm not trying to say like every other port's like perfect at all or anything. I'm not trying to like diss, you know, Zandronum completely at all. But like, honestly, like every port has its strengths. Every port has its weaknesses. I'm not saying Odomex is the best port. I'm not saying ZDM is the best port. I just feel comfortable there much, you know, you know, more basically because it's, it's closer to the original game. But yeah. like, if I, you know, if Sandrunum really had no changes, like changes at all to the point where I have to use OpenGL, then maybe I will, I'll love to play there more. Like in the end of things, man, if there's just one port, I'll be way happy. Cause I don't have to worry about it at all. At all. I just got to play yeah. that style and be better. Well, that, that's, one of the things that has to be kind of brought up is the fact that you're of, of a small minority of people who can play competitive doom at an effective level. That's like, you know, competitive. I, I don't know of any other word to describe it. Right. The thing that makes Xandronum special, the, the reason why it's the most popular. Populated. Populated. Yeah, populated. The most people play it is because it it offers more options, and like that doesn't that addresses the majority in the ter- in terms of like you know they can play whatever they want on it. They can play like fucking brutal doom or whatever you know. Like they can go crazy brutal with doom. It. That Mega that's going to bring you a lot more options, but that comes at the expense of it doesn't necessarily tailor itself towards the competitive side of the game. Which is the people who are like paying attention to these things, like frame rate, PM, you know, like yeah. who gives a fuck, you know? 
at the end of the day. I, I, I'm not here. I've never been one to give shit to any particular source port. I will praise Odomex on its merits at the expense of like Flambeau will probably like call me later tonight and be like, Hey, you're a bitch and I hate you. You should never say anything nice about why do you always picture me like that to everybody? I don't because it's not true. Hey, don't hate Freeza Squad, okay? I think everybody here knows it's not true. Like, Flambo, as a representative of Z Damon, is like the most tolerant person ever. He's just like, yeah, you know, like, wait, wait, wait. I'm not here. Let me say it officially. I'm not here in the capacity of being like somebody from Z Damon at the moment. It's talking to with Flambo from In the Keep. Yes, my 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 base is at C Damon, yes. And that's what I love and but I play yeah. the other points too. And I love yeah. the other points too for what they offer. Yeah. So like you will I, find it, me a lot of Max. You will find me sometimes on the Sandro. Yeah. Yes. It really comes like for me, like as a total outsider, like I'm not a I'm not a like big time Doom player. Yeah. Uh, if I want to play like some crazy fucking mod, I go to Zandronum. If yeah. I want to play like a really solid experience that has no issues whatsoever, uh, I play Z Damon. <laughs> to actually put a cap on that, if I want to have a good time with my friends, I play Z Damon. And if I want to play competitively, or if I want to spectate competitively, I uh, with a very easy user interface, then I use Otomex. And that, that seems to be the consensus across the board. And they each have their own merits. So yeah. I'm not here to shit on any one thing. They all have their own strength. But I agree with you, and I have since day one, Animal. If there were one port to rule them all. Oh, that would be one. awesome. Yeah. That would be so awesome. Yeah. Uh, Bigger community, but- especially. <laughs> Yeah, but I think with with just with that, if you like merge it all together, yeah, get the entire community then, and then get the request and wish list from the entire span of the community. You get the competitive players who wants to keep it basic and the game as yeah. original as possible. That'd be so amazing. They don't want extended features. They are not, for example, why would a competitive player want to have Z script? integrated for example they don't have anything to do with that but any mother yeah they want to have like decorate they want to have a c script uh acs extensions and whatnot they need those new features those new advancements into the game so, yeah. but you've got to implement it in the same port and also while still maintaining the stability of the basics for just the people that don't want to have all that mm-hmm. crap i think that's difficult to maintain but that would be a pretty cool concept, though, if everyone's on the same page and it's all a huge community project, not just the developers, but everyone's pitching in. That would be pretty fucking awesome. It would never happen. <laughs> I know. I think, but I, I think can only wish. <laughs> it's not about the people running the ports. It's uh, I think personally that the entire community uh, is too uh, diverse in it. Just take a look at uh, how many source ports in general there are for Doom. Just take yeah. also the single player ports that are out there. Jeez, mean, there is so boom, many chocolate, yeah, yeah, chocolate PR boom. We got now Wolf Doomsday, and I mean, yes, every every project in itself. I mean, it's it's great, absolute, and and I really encourage it. But um, try merge that together with everybody working on it smoothly as a team behind it, but also having the players, the community. Uh, uh, see the same uh, goal 
the same road that uh, the development should take. I think mm-hmm. that that's yeah. I don't. Nah, I don't think it's gonna be an option. Yeah. It's too diverse. Too many opinions. Too many. Too much implementation. So, like, with that all, all that, you know, we can kind of leave the source port debate behind. Like, it's kind of old and tired, but I think yeah. we've all said some stuff it's that still was not old. Not, it's not old. I mean, after 20 years, it's still not old. Uh, we still got life in it. It's old as fuck, man. <laughs> I still can't believe how old Z-Dame it is. Jeez, man. A month ago, oh, oh. 20 years. Yeah. Big to- toast to Z-Damon. Yeah. But what are the fundamental things that don't cross those barriers? Like even no matter what source port you're on, like oh the, the same concepts as I said before: spawn control, mm-hmm. you know, predictability, sounds using sounds to your advantage. The game and, itself, uh, just the know, game. And and, uh, and you know, dice roll. Those little dice, dice roll. But still, you're gonna have to adjust according to port. Yeah, because it feels different. The way how you have to shoot feels a little bit different. The mouse feels a tiny, tiny bit different. Well, Odomex is the aim of the mouse feel quite the same. I can do pretty good on that. But like, I have to. It just depends on the server. I feel like Odomex is more server side. It depends mostly on server side. Remember back in the day when you actually had like a mouse and you like you turned it upside down and you had to get the ball out and clean it. <laughs> Remember that time? Yeah. Nobody, nobody back then had an issue with the port and the mouse. Nobody had that fucking problem because everybody's my mouse was crap. Ah, let me clean the ball and everything was good again. Nobody could play. Now we have like I got fifty thousand million DPI and and like my my refresh rate of my mouse is like <laughs> the speed of light. But now it feels crap. Well, sorry. Uh, I completely will, will believe everybody says that, but my brain is too fucking slow to notice <laughs> anything with my mouse. I, I'm Dude, like, don't tip me, man. You make me want to buy another mouse right now. <laughs> yeah, but, but nowadays, people have issues with mouse. People have issues with monitor. And, and, yeah, and man. I understand. People go to the point and... where they over-exaggerate. I, I get you, dude, but like, there is subtle, there is subtle differences. There are subtle differences. With a CRT monitor and an old mouse, nobody had a fucking issue with it. Yeah. Back then, when uncapped wasn't even a thing, people were just happy playing 35 FPS. Oh, yeah. Everybody was happy with it. We should go back to dial-up time. <laughs> that was amazing. You could still blame your internet connection for the problems. When, when I was on dial-up, I didn't even know that Doom existed and all of it was like, you know, like flash games, like Funky Truck. Oh, yeah. Flash games. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, I miss. I miss Funky Truck, bro. That game was the shit. You just, you just had a funky ass truck, and you just drove across you some funky some ass hills, and that was it. And there was New no stress. Was there was no, nobody was complaining. I remember that Newgrounds when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking who remembers Neopets? Yeah, I do. Neopets was like a dude. Uh, Neopets was, was the shit when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't know why. How are you cool. now, animal? Freaking twenty eight, man. Twenty. Okay, uh, so like you're a little bit older than me, but like yeah. that that the Neopets the was then. the shit. Yeah. Damn it. So basically, was it McDonald's did the Neopets sponsorship, right? Yeah, I think they yeah. did. 
And you, Dude, you go get like, you go get these Neopets, and they come with little codes, and you go punch them in on your fucking but dial. Like for and back and then, for like online gaming, I played a little bit of Jedi Academy. I yeah. love Star Wars Jedi Academy. That was my favorite game. I remember playing like Luger Mod, which is basically a mod where you can get credits and you can save credits in your console. Basically, you know, like the console thing how you can look up credits and you can actually purchase weapons. You can purchase sabers. You can purchase ships. You can do kamikaze in the ships on spawns. It's so cool, man. It has like a role playing feel to it. But, and then I played, I started doom in 2008 and that was like really my first online community. So that was a big eye opener, like being exposed to internet relay chat. So that that. went wrong in your life. Yeah. It was (laughs) my first time dealing with memes. Like, Oh dude, it was like, Whoa. A whole new world. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you two girls uh, slowly transition into the inevitable Dragon Ball Z conversation. While I <laughs> yeah, you can have I'm to take this. I'm going to need another drink, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe me Ticket. too, but uh, I'll wait until you return. Yeah, we'll, we'll trade shifts. I'm about to go take a dab, dude. <laughs> We're in the recording, yeah. I can, I can pause the recording. No, no. Hold on. <laughs> no, Three, just two, record one. while he's taking it. Okay, we're back. Uh, sorry, I had to cut off Flambeau Mince and it's, uh, but we're we're here and we're still recording. Yeah, sorry, Animal. but then my wife came, she interfered. Yeah, Yanin, no, I, uh, I love her too. Yeah. No, 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 stay, please. Tell her I that I love, love her more than anything says. in the whole world. She says, good for you. <laughs> Okay. That'll do for now. So you're saying there's a chance. Nah, maybe. Oh, the audience can't see me winking. <laughs> nice. Nah. Um, anyway, back to <laughs> the discussion at hand. So we, we talked uh, extensively at this point about like doom strategy and all this kind of shit. Like, but you're more than just, Animal, the Doom player. Your animal, the the animal. No, I was gonna say human. Animal, the human being, but that just sounded wrong fundamentally. Animal, the troll. Uh, Don't forget, he also trolls sometimes. Yes. Yeah. We we, we do have the uh, on record animal, the troll. Cow foxes. Let's talk a little bit Black about the, the culture of the Doom community. Right? Is that? something we can delve into because it, it's such a complicated, long standing. Uh, some people would say cesspool. I would tend to agree. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, we can, it's pretty community. cancer. It's pretty cancerous. Our community. You don't mean that. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. We got a filthy community. It's pretty bad. Bygones, bygones. Look at yeah. <laughs> what we got now. We got a great community today. Really. Well, we got Zach in. Um, no. <laughs> um, Cal Foxes, you guys remember that drama? I remember, I remember two years ago. <laughs> I got him mad at the mains for no reason. That's my special place in the world. Yes, yes, remember that? Remember that? I go on a server, I get a rampage spammy plasma on one spawn. 
and he kicked bans me. I keep trying to reconnect, keep trying to reconnect. And he's like, you're DDoSing my server. Stop it. Stop it. And then I'm on, and then he goes on ZD Player's channel on the main ZDMN IRC server and fucking just says, fuck you, Domains, blah, 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 blah. And he just starts spamming this link to his server getting DDoS and saying that I'm doing this. I'm the bad guy. I'm destroying his server. And he, he fucking domain said shut the fuck up and just banned his ass. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about this, man. I'm like, consider me like an alien who showed up in the eighth inning of a fucking baseball game. Yeah. I have no idea how we got to the point where we are. Like, I got I got nothing. Like, I, I wasn't around for any of the original fucking Doom drama. So, like, when you guys no, talk but about this, this is shit, like, like, this is four years ago, maybe, I think. Yeah, Dude, this guy's always this always this guy's been a like a a fur, fur he's a he's a toxic furry dude he's a bad furry bro like he made he was the first furry I ever met dude and I was never right. Okay, I I'm not trying to disparage anybody, but like, is that like an is that one of those things that like we just have to accept now? Like we're like oh yeah okay like it's like yeah my brother's gay. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's gay. I don't like, care if he's gay, dude. He's furry. You're like, oh, shit, dude. My, my brother's not gay, but I'm just being like, is, is furry like the new thing? Where we're just like, yeah, that's cool, man. We just have to accept it. Are we allowed to talk? Are we allowed to be like dismissive towards that? Or like, ah, just fucking right. Cal um, Fox when he's a kid. Dad, I got to tell you something. His dad's like, what, son? It's like, I'm a furry. The dad's like, why didn't you say you were gay? No, I I, uh, I get what you're saying there. Like, uh-oh. I really because like I heard the story recently. Like this guy that he was talking about, like a uh, and my son came out to me as furry, and I literally don't know what that means. Right? Like, what yeah. does that even mean? And he's like going around asking people. He's like, uh, my son told me he's a furry, and I don't know what he's talking about. Like, do we? Do we just say like, do we treat them exactly like with the same? Uh, of course, obviously, they have human rights. Like, I'm not trying to in we, any way disparage. Basically, you should treat them just like a fur bee. You feed them and you let them sleep, and they go. But how do you how do you react yeah, to that? Angry, like, angry. Uh, so, anyways, back to subject on Cal about this guy. All right, so <laughs> it's really good, this bro. So me, me and Dennis of AKA Nautilus, UD Nautilus. I'm like, yo, man, let's go play survival. Cal Foxes, bro. And he was like, yeah, man, sure, man. Sounds good, man. So <laughs> we, go, we go on the server. We hear Cal Foxes in the Southern, you know, ass. And so what happened, like we heard in this background, like people, Yelling, talking at each other, and all that crap. And then orders, taking orders. Basically, basically, and me and me and Dennis were like, "Dude, where the hell are you at, man?" And he was like, "I'm nowhere. I'm in some alleyway." I'm like, "Oh, so you're doing meth in an alleyway, dude? Like, what the fuck, bro?" <laughs> so we kept harping on his ass the whole that time. Like Evil Doomer. Man. Oh, dude! Duma, the only thing in the background you hear is man. It was it was bad, bro. Because you could tell, like this guy is literally homeless. Yeah, he, or they, something. Uh, so that's, that's, a true, that's a true story, by the way. So, if anybody wants to get like a crowdfunding uh, for Cal Foxes, yeah, he's homeless. 
He plays in the like Starbucks and McDonald's uh, alleyway. Uh, so yeah. So Look, I, really at the end guy. of the day, just public service announcement: If you are one hundred percent a homeless furry, please reach out to us <laughs> and tell us how you want to be addressed. Like, tell us how you think the your demographic should be talked about, so that we can. Do that the way that you want. Carl <laughs> Cook says, man, his period when he was a competitive player still on the day. Yeah, man. It's the Cypher Challenge. I remember yeah. that. Remember that bullshit? The Cypher Challenge. Hi, guys. I'm back in the community, and I want forgiveness. So come fight me for a test of endurance. The Cypher Challenge. Anyway, he went. He came He came back like after that That. Collision with Animal about that server that was like four years ago. And then two years ago, he came back. And he was actually not playing competitive anymore. He went to play survival. And that went good for like a year. He could behave, but then somehow he had to do the same antics again. And this time he decided to call me out in public in the ZRC channel. Uh-huh. To his domains again. Bam him out. Dude. Facebook. He even went then to call out to call me out on his Facebook. And the best part is he doesn't even know how to type my nickname because he always forgets to put an A in it. Dude, Demance is funny, bro. Oh yes. We uh, oh sorry, indeed he's missing now as my sideshow Bob again. Sorry about that. Uh he was probably asleep. But next time I will definitely take him along again. AF domains number one pog number like top top champ be- best guy. Just I have nothing bad to say about him. Always been good to in the keep. Always been good to me since I joined the Doom community. Like, and honestly, I just feel sympathy for him for having to deal with the bullshit that you guys put him through. <laughs> That's true. No, but that that indeed that is something that really is a fact. I mean, he. He accepts a lot from a lot of people, especially he- from us. And he's always there. And yes, he might not come over as like the most friendly guy, but he is a very generous and friendly guy. Absolutely. Does he just maintain the IRC? Is that all he does? Or. Dome is, is like. Um, I always thought that he was a bot just because, I mean, like. It could also almost be scripted, but Domains is actually, I would say, more like the backbone of the mechanics, the, of the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And whatever you need, if you ask, he will provide. Yeah. Which is great. Domains, uh, just to give a testimony, since we're doing that right now, he's like uh the glue that kind of holds everybody together. Like, so he, he's the one person as introverted as he actually is, who's willing to like address the public on behalf of Z Damon. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. So basically he like, he sets the events, he helps the, he organizes, he's basically the organizer of company. Yeah, he, show, he shows up to shit, right? Like, yeah. so like I, I still yet to meet Kilgore. Same. Which is, mind-boggling but like at the end of the day it's like okay so i i have no connection to that part of the community 
Domains is the one person who is like involved in that part of the thing that's willing to like step out of his fucking comfort zone and be like, hey, you know, like we're people. <laughs> like I talked it. to Kilgore before. Um, I played a few matches with him before. He didn't really. Kilgore he doesn't was really, around he, until a few years ago. Yeah, he, you know, he is in the. He's in the background, just doing his thing. Yeah, uh, having his uh, his his life, like just like everybody else. But yeah, sometimes it's just he's just doing you know, some programming in the background, just yeah. doing some chill programming in the background. Just you know, he's busting his ass off. I I like the guy a lot. We may not see eye to eye on some things with some of the things he implemented on Zdamon, like you know, not letting people bind or draw player sprites, which means disable weapon sprites, or like. Giving the option SR50 binds are an option now. You can turn them off. I may not agree with that, but still, I love. I like the guy. He really busted his ass on ZDMNet code and you know code in general. So he's really, really, really a good guy. Yeah. Well, everybody in the team that I know is. You know, I, know just because you know we have some differences doesn't mean it's a bad thing. <laughs> even we have differences. Yeah. What are they? Uh, Hash them still, out here. We still don't agree on argue. what they are. Uh, Democrats and Republicans. <laughs> Look at that. I accept, I accept Kilgore for who he is. Take that. <laughs> so okay. we were like on a tangent before we started recording about uh, fucking Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Animal, you you've never you've not seen the Disney Star Wars. Nope, don't plan on. I'm happy. I'm happy with the you know episode one, episode two, episode three, episode four, five, and six. Like I'm I'm happy with those. You know, when I was in high school, I liked reading like the books and all that, and it actually really helped out my literature and my you know grammar for like college, which I'm now a full time student. Thank God. Because I they, they should like serve Dragon Ball Z and Star Wars together. Oh Jesus, <laughs> Darth Frieza! <laughs> yeah. Like, what is your actual suggestion for what? Well, for Flambo asserting that they should fuse Star Wars yeah, and Dragon Ball Z. It would be like, funny. How would it work together? They will go like to, they will go to Planet Namek and just fight Frieza. <laughs> Jedi dude, you know, Death Star ain't got dude. Jedi Death Star is the Force, bro. There's no point of the Death Star anymore. <laughs> the Death Star is just a pebble. Yeah, I just, I, I have seen. Unfortunately, I have seen the the trilogy. I haven't seen any of the offshoots, but I've seen the trilogy of the Dis, like Disney Star Wars, and it is dog shit, hot garbage, and. I, I could see the argument like people who are like uh, the you know the the one two three prequel are also garbage. It's somewhat good. It's somewhat garbage in a way. It's not. It's I, like eh. It's like eh. It leads I you up to the up. yeah yeah. But as much as I like can sympathize with the the point of view that like hey one two and three sucked and. Setting aside the fact that I grew up with it, the Disney version of Star Wars is Worse. absolutely fucking dog shit all but, the way through. Well, they did. It wasn't even that bad. One, two, and three. I like the different environments they introduced. That was pretty I, awesome, dude. 
personal. The different environments. I like them. Yeah, like putting putting all of my biases aside and everything. Episode two, like the clone attack of the clones is my favorite. Oh yeah. Like I just love the the love angle between Padme and Anakin and Shingo Fit. He was a yeah, freaking like, badass. <laughs> there's so there's so much like you know, acting and execution aside, there's so much good story there. I don't know what the fuck happened in the last like well, I like the introduction to three though. That was pretty badass. Like remember going to the theaters? Uh, I, I remember watching that when I was just barely going to high school. <laughs> barely going to junior high, my bad. Barely going to junior high. And like I remember watching episode three, the final episode starts. And I was so hyped. And when you go to that introduction with the ship going over the planet, you're like, oh my god, it's just like the freaking cartoon that led up to it. And then you're like, whoa, man, this is like so mind blowing because the music hits different. You you feel like you're at war. It was so I remember, dope. I don't remember what year it was. It was more recent than that. But like they released the Phantom Menace in theaters. Like they re released it in like 3D. I mean, yeah. it, the fact that it was in 3D it didn't really mean anything, but like just oh, yeah. seeing the Phantom Menace in, in theaters like years and years. Nineteen ninety nine, yeah, yeah. And, I watched and it. I thought that I thought that was setting the precedent for there being, you know, all of the Star Wars are going to get a 3D release or whatever. You know, basically just a chance to go see Star Wars in theaters again. Yeah, and and it didn't it didn't work out, and because uh, it, it sucked because I just needed to do one more fucking movie because I wanted to see Attack of the Clones in, in fucking theaters. Oh yeah, one more time. Just didn't work out. Like I, I stand by like okay, the acting was kind of shit for certain characters. I think yeah. that Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan Kenobi was fantastic. Oh, he did a wonderful job. Yeah, like it was just like the fucking Jaden. He needed Star Wars was never because it was yeah. all great actors or anything. Like you had exactly one great actor in the original Star Wars, and that was like Indiana Jones. <laughs> And maybe yeah. I'm being maybe I'm being biased because I feel like the the guy who played Anakin he did okay in some scenes. He wasn't the best actor, but he did okay. He has he has the look yeah. of a he has the the look of a good you know fallen Jedi. Like he has a look of a fallen Jedi. I'm not against him in any way. I have no like. It was just a whiny role. A critical whiny. argument against him as an actor. I just choose not to debate on it because it's like, I, I don't have anything to say. But what I do have to say is like, if you do feel bad about him, there's all these other good things about those movies that make them good. Yeah. Right. Uh, fuck. All right. Oh yeah. We're all topic. <laughs> whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. No, we're like, we're getting to the, we're over an hour now. We can just talk about whatever we want. Most people are going to tune out anyway. So just, oh, shit. Okay. So I can finally behave normal. Good. Yes, act like normal flambo. Yay, penis. <laughs> there we go. Oh, damn. But yeah, man. I like I love, I, I like Star Wars though. I I remember playing I remember playing Knights of the Old Republic, dude. That was really fucking awesome. I there's the a, brother. Awesome. There's a cool ass mod for it now. It's called the Restored Content. I just installed it. I played a little bit of it. Um, before I left Alaska, so like I played a week of Knights of the Republic. So like the, the the restore content, what it does, it gets like old content that's in the code still, and they revived it. Like you know, Manan, right? The Ocean Planet, mm-hmm. bro. Like there's actually a Sabak tournament there now. There's more quests. There's an additional five hours of gameplay 
on it. So there's a lot more quests in, in the game now. So to break down Knights of the Old Republic, right? Uh, it, it's kind of in the same situation as like Arx Fatalis and a lot of the... That's a weird time for PC games. Like that particular era, like right when Knights of the Old Republic number one came out. The RPG is, a, is so awesome. <laughs> it's like the transition from like, you know, all right, we're playing on Windows Vista and shit like that to like, we're going to move on with Windows and start playing on fucking, you know, like. Yeah, Windows X. It was basically on Windows XP back then, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, XP, and Xbox. So, still running 9 to 5. For the modern gamer trying to play it, you know, from from Windows Seven on, basically, you have to if you want to play that game at all without it just like shutting down every time there's a cutscene, which is a lot. You got to play it with like mods on it and shit. Like that. It's a it's a fun it's a really fun game, dude. It's one of those games that should have a proper remaster. Uh, yeah, and, but what's so crazy? Disney took it down. There's and, one guy who actually was doing it, and we I think it was the Unreal Engine. And reprogrammed everything, made it look nice. He was seventy five percent done, and Disney said, "F no, we're removing it." And he was not making any profit. It was just a patch because all you do, you grab it. It's probably going to be a shit ton of gigabytes, but who cares? It's a remaster of a beautiful fucking game, dude. I'll play that game for hours, dude. In on in and in. And, and it dives so much into the, like the lore of the Jedi and everything with like the, the different color lightsabers and so what the traits are and everything. But like the thing that really gets me is that they released it on mobile and that's been a, such a fucking issue lately. Like, like they even, uh, who, who is it? I got to download those mobile ones still. Castlevania, uh, Castlevania, right. Recently got yeah. a release on, and you know, like, they had the property. They could do whatever they wanted with Dude, it. I want it on they my switch. On mobile. I want it on my Switch. On fucking mobile of all platforms, and like I get like mobile is the most profitable platform. People play mobile, but like I don't, I don't know anybody who's playing Knights of the Old Republic on mobile. I don't know anybody who's playing. I played a little. I play a little bit. <sighs> who's playing Symphony? Because remember, I was in the army too, man. Come on, when that when number one was on mobile. I bring that shit to the field, bro. <laughs> Who's playing Symphony of the Night on mobile? I want to know. I, I'm not discounting them as people. I'm not discounting the company for making that decision. Who the fuck are these people? I don't know. It's maybe, they're not talking about it. They're just probably, playing on the fucking Probably Cal Foxes because he already played the demo. See them on, on PSP. He already had it on PSP. <laughs> 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 Like even even fucking Battlefront, man. Like I, I loved Battlefront. I love uh, Battlefront. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Original Battlefront on the PlayStation. Dude, the reward was, system was awesome, dude. Oh yeah. Especially in two. Yeah. The legendary, Fantastic. the legendary pistol, the legendary rifle. So good. And like, what happened? It became like an online multiplayer game, and then it became all about like. It was fun games. when it was online multiplayer. Like I don't I, mind it playing online multiplayer. Not I the new, not the, not the new new ones. I don't like the new new ones. I'm talking yeah, about like like yeah. Renegade Squadron. I love Renegade Squadron. That was a really good one for the PSP. I love that one. I miss oh, dude, so fucking good. Battlefront One, Galactic Conquest. Me and my cousin Tyler were just like sitting on the couch co-oping that shit. Like that was the ultimate Battlefront. Oh yeah, that was you fun too. That? that was hell fucking fun too. But like on Renegade Squadron, it was so cool how it was an introduction of customizing your weapons. 
bringing in your weapons with you, having a jetpack, and you have like a 200 credit spending limit. That was so cool. It was like a slight RPG element to it. Yeah. I, that was my childhood game on my PlayStation this, Portable. This is the most I have been able to talk about Star Wars without getting upset in a long time. Why yeah. would you get upset? At least Squadron is good too, man. I would recommend you playing those two, bro. Like dead watch, ass. So why, good. I, I dare you to watch Star Wars Episode Nine and not get I'm not watching it. Not, I'm don't not. get... I got Try to kids. watch it without yeah, getting physical. When do you think that I have time to fucking watch a movie? I I agree with you, Flambo. I have time like now, but now you drag me into this. I, I, could, have, I could have watched so I probably wouldn't you, have. But. Okay, Flambo has been begging me. Like, please, let's do talking to you with Animal soon. Like, for at least yeah, two weeks. Yeah, I'm more kiddo. I'm more kiddo. I'm not lying. I didn't, ex- I didn't expect this, man. I would have been sober. <laughs> well, the bad part is I'm sober this time. I'm sorry. That's guys. why this episode is good and manageable. Was I super baked? Yeah, you was manageable. Am I super, am I super baked, though? This is crap. Huh? This is to- now it's talking crap with Flambo. Talking shit with Flambo. Welcome to another episode of Talking Shit with Flambo. Oh, I miss him. <laughs> Uh, I really miss them, man. So. Yeah. Dude, he was hating on us when we were trolling hard, UD. <laughs> he was like, Animal, you better not do that. Animal, no, Animal, on Mike. I strongly I'm recommend doing, against I'm, it. And I'm just doing my homework. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? I'm like, it was creeping <laughs> me out, Domains, in a way. I was like, what the fuck, Domains? Yeah, you went to uh, buy bicycle lights. Oh yeah, Black Eight King. I was trying. Oh yeah, I was trying to upload it, dude. I was super stoned, dude. I was like confused. I was like trying to like get the avatar to work a thousand times, bro. I'm struggling with it. It says mo too. It says my bad. It says image too large. Image too large. Image too large. And I'm trying to do this shit like twenty thousand times, bro. Animal and I'm tried like, to pull a monkey joke, but it failed. Yeah, I was trying to put a yeah a mar- monkey, monkey JPEG as an avatar. Yeah. It's the one on Discord in our lobby on. Ducks, that monkey. <laughs> so <laughs> he's like, he's like, <laughs> that's like my face when I run the, around the corner and I. It looks like fucking ghost face, face, dude. It looks like ghost face. <laughs> In closing, <laughs> oh, we're, this we're, is getting we're, we're, well over, we're well over an hour now. <laughs> Ghostface, the monkey. animal, like to a young aspiring Doom player, which you'd be surprised there are quite a few of the, out there. Uh, what are the? This is going to be a long-winded question. What are the modes they should uh, focus on? What are the Things that the, the fundamental tips they should take. What are the things about Doom that make it special that they should even consider doing? This is a, a pastime. Honestly, man, like the game style is way different compared to other FPSs. Like, yeah, you got Quake. It's all about timing items. You have, um, you know, Counter Strike. You know, Go. Like, yeah, they have their own specific styles. But with Doom, what stands out? It's fast paced. Mm-hmm. It's very, you know dice rolly spawn luck um 
knowing how to use weapons, just having you know good a good foundation. It's hard to come across games like that. It but, is. Yeah. It's that that's like the the biggest mark against and for Doom is that like there's a it's so hard to come that. like you never see like games with this kind of like style. Yeah. So you're you're primarily just straight up one v one. Oh, I can play I, like I love cooperative. I love playing CTFs here and there, team deathmatch. Um. I'm getting back into Quake Champions because of um, Nautilus. But, yeah. It just is what it is. Doom Doom is a special game, and people should <laughs> give it a shot. If Young else. people that are listening to this that are thinking of getting into Doom, they should get alive and not <laughs> play Doom. <laughs> ruin your life. Just don't do it. Don't end up like us. You will be greeted by a spectacularly interesting and rich community. That is yeah, it. Yeah, you will be greeted by Larissa. <laughs> and say no to drugs, kids. Yes, otherwise you will say things like Pacific Mode. Have you seen the, the <laughs> Mario, the Super Mario, like, a PSA against drugs? Where it's like, no. oh my god! Is it, was oh he a high god. on mushrooms or something? He's he's like this professional yeah, he, wrestler he guy. Oh yeah, dude! <laughs> 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 I love mushrooms, dude. <laughs> <laughs>